0: Jesus thanking you for today and thanking you for this special time of our service when we have an opportunity to hear from you. Father, we love your word because the entrance of it gives us light. It gives understanding to us. Your word gives us direction. Your word gives us comfort. Your word gives us hope. Your word gives us wisdom and your word teaches us how to succeed and do well and prosper in this life to the glory of your name and now this morning i pray for everyone under the sound of my voice asking for the assistance of your holy spirit without him it will be difficult to receive to understand to hear well and to be doers of the word so holy spirit help our infirmities today speak to us and may everyone here and everyone else watching be mightily blessed I give you glory. I give you honor in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall say amen. Amen. All right. To know God and to walk closely with him and to serve him well must be a lifelong quest and goal for every one of us. Can I have an amen? amen? That must be your purpose in this life. To know God, to serve him, to relate closely with him. That is what must drive you in this life. And to be able to achieve this, we need to understand that Jesus is the one we must follow. He says to us that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come unto the Father except by me john 14 verse 6 so jesus is the way to knowing the father and is the way to becoming intimate with him but because the father also wants us to really know him he has revealed himself to us in diverse ways and he has also revealed himself to us through the different names that he has A person's name reveals a lot about the person. And God has revealed to us in his word different names. Some you find in the Old Testament. Some you find in the New Testament. Now, if you talk about Jesus, for example, he's revealed in the Old Testament in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 where it says unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder then it goes on to reveal his names and his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father and the prince of peace So through this revelation of Jesus you get to know him better and you get to relate with him better and then you also have an opportunity to be blessed and to benefit from these things that have to do with his name. Can I have an amen? In the Old Testament you see that God through his encounter with different people revealed different names of his to them and In the covenant that God had with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob, he revealed himself through a special name. And that name was El Shaddai. El Shaddai means God Almighty. It means the breasted strong one or the strong breasted one. You can turn it whichever way. It's not a problem at all. And it also means the more than enough God. It also means the all-sufficient God. So that's a powerful revelation that we have of God. And I shared with you last week six manifestations of the all-sufficient God. That number one, he is the strong nourisher. I explained to you that to nourish means to supply All that is necessary for life, for health, and for growth. I declare that may Jehovah manifest himself in your life as the strong nourisher. Everything you need for a good life, for a godly life, for a blessed life, may he deposit it into your life. May he be that strong nourisher unto you in the name of Jesus. Number two, second manifestation as a strength giver. God gives strength. Strength has to do with power. It has to do with might. It has to do with courage. It has to do with durability, resilience, tenacity, energy, stability, steadiness, vitality. May all these descriptions be revealed practically in your life. Amen. And may these adjectives be used to describe you.
1: Amen. That
0: you are strong. That you are blessed. Amen. That you are durable.
1: Amen. That
0: you are resilient. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Number three, as the satisfier. God is the satisfier. El Shaddai is the satisfier. That means that he's the one who causes us to be fulfilled. That word fulfilled is an interesting word, it means filled to the full. Fulfilled. And God is the one who is able to cause us to be fulfilled in this life. May you be filled. And may you be filled to the fullest. Amen. May God bless you so mightily Amen. that you will have satisfaction. I receive it. May God cause you to be satisfied in every area of your life. Amen. And may God cause you to be blessed to the point of satisfaction. In,
1: Jesus. in
0: the name of Jesus. Amen. I told you the other time that sometimes you get food to eat, but it's not enough. How many have been there before? It's like you have to manage it. You have to manage everything in your life. I think that God has something better for you. Amen. The management is too much in our lives. Why? Are you a managing director? No. No. God is bringing you to the point that anything you want, you can enjoy it to the fullest. I receive it. If you are eating, eat till you are full and satisfied. Amen. To the point that you will belch. Is there a problem with belching? It is a sign of satisfaction. May you receive the ability to belch I in this life. It. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You won't struggle in life anymore. Amen. The prophecy you believe is a prophecy that will come to pass in your life. And believe that God is bringing satisfaction into your life. Amen. Can I have a loud amen? Amen. Number four, God as El Shaddai is the all bountiful supplier. All bountiful supplier. That means that he bestows gifts and favors liberally and generously in our lives. When God is blessing you, he doesn't hold back. He lets it flow. That's the kind of God he is. God doesn't do things, churchy. God doesn't economize when he decides to bless his people. May you have that revelation of God in your personal life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Number five, the fruitful one. May God make you fruitful in this life. I it. May God make this church a fruitful church. In Jesus' name. May God cause us to greatly multiply. In Jesus' name. Listen to me. God is taking us somewhere. Amen. This is just the beginning. These are just early days. He says that though thy beginnings be small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Amen. That will be the destiny of this church family in Jesus name. that we will greatly multiply amen that will be greatly productive amen that we will be highly fruitful amen and as this church becomes fruitful you also in your life you become fruitful amen in the name of Jesus amen and then finally as the life giver El Shaddai manifests himself as the life giver the one who gives life May God step into every dead situation of our lives, yes, Lord. and may He cause things that must be alive that are dead to come back to life again. In Jesus' name. Marriages that are dead are resurrecting today. Amen. Businesses that have collapsed are resurrecting today. In Jesus' name. Happiness and joy that have disappeared yes. are being reawakened today. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Bank accounts that are empty. Mm. And are on the verge of being closed. I see God blessing you that you now have money in your account. In Jesus name. I mean, this thing of going to the bank. We are going to remove 20 cities. And by the way, try and use the connect. Do the momo. Do the bank that have momo things. So that I don't have to go to the bank with the check for 20 cities. I mean. It won't be the story of your life again. Sound, I receive it. I receive it. May God give life to you. Any part of your body that Mm -hmm. is not working well. I see life coming to that part of you. In Jesus' name. I speak to every liver that is not working well. In Jesus. Be awakened. In Jesus' name. Be quicking. Yes, Lord. Come back to life, yes, Lord. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every heart yes. that is not working well, yes, Lord. I speak life into that heart. Amen. Every relationship yes, that must be alive yes. but is dead, may resurrection power hit that relationship. In the name, in of, the Jesus. name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Shall I receive it three times?
1: I receive it. I receive it. I receive it.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Amen. There's a beautiful psalm in
0: the Bible which was written by King Solomon himself. Now, the book of Psalms was written by different authors. And there are some of the Psalms that are attributed to King Solomon. Now, in this particular Psalm, he gives us even more insight. You can call it better and further particulars into the all-sufficient God. And I believe that through the psalm that he wrote, we have the opportunity to discover other features and other aspects of El Shaddai, the all-sufficient God. Turn with me to Psalms 127. It's one of the shortest psalms in the Bible. It has just five verses. New Living Translation, Psalms 127. It says, unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding it with sentries or watchmen will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night. Anxiously waiting for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them he will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. May God bless you with a lot of children. Amen. 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 Some of the children will be biological children. Some of the children are going to be spiritual children. Amen. But when you have a lot of children, whether biological or spiritual children, you are able to you know, advance and progress well in this life and you have a good heritage to live. So may that be the story of your life and may God bless you and cause you to be fruitful and productive in this life. Amen. Amen. Now this psalm is believed by some Bible theologians that Solomon composed it either at the time that he was building the temple or he composed it after he had finished building it. Perhaps when he considered what went into building the temple, he realized that if God is not the one building, there's nothing that you attempt to build that you'll be successful at building. There are three main lessons we learn from this psalm. Number one, human trust is vain or useless. Human trust or trusting in human beings is vain. And therefore, we must trust God. Human trust is vain. And therefore, we must trust God. How many have been disappointed by somebody before? How many have been disappointed several times? How many have been disappointed more than 25 times? 50 times? 105 times? Wow. You are not alone. I've also been disappointed by human beings before. And if you've lived for a little while, I'm sure that by now you've learned this hard lesson. That it is, there's an English word, foolhardy. That means that it is too risky to put your trust in a human being. Amen. It doesn't mean you shouldn't trust anybody. But as you are trusting, guard your heart and know that human beings have an unfortunate habit of disappointing you when you need them most, including yourself and myself. Amen. You see, sometimes when you are talking about these things, people feel that you are talking about somebody else apart from themselves. But this one, all of us, we day inside. Have you disappointed somebody before? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's an unfortunate thing with us. That is why it is best to put your trust in God. Lift up your hand and say, I will trust in Jesus. I will trust in Jesus. Say, I am trusting God. I
1: am trusting God. Only
0: in you, only in you do I, place my trust. do I place my trust. That's one of the lessons we learned from Psalm 127. Lesson number two all works of men built independent of God are vain. All works of man built independent of God are vain. And so anything that human beings try to do where God is not involved in it or God is not the one doing it, that thing will become useless at the end of the day. You see, King Solomon who wrote this psalm is the same person who wrote Ecclesiastes and Proverbs but especially in Ecclesiastes there's a feeling that he was very depressed when he was writing that book because uh, too many negative sentiments were expressed there and one of the common phrases you'll find in the book of Ecclesiastes is that it is vanity vanity upon vanity and vanity means useless, and. And Solomon was somebody who was mightily blessed in this life. God gave him wisdom that had never been experienced on the face of the earth before. Now because you have the mind of Christ, you are wiser than King Solomon. Amen. You didn't say amen. Amen. Yeah. Because all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge and revelation are in Christ Jesus. And the Bible says Christ in you, the hope of glory. So if all the treasures of wisdom are in Christ Jesus, it means that as you sit here, potentially you are a wise person. Here. Amen. May every foolishness disappear from our lives. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. He had a lot of wisdom. He prospered greatly in this life. He had a lot of money. 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 I mean, the guy was fantastically rich. Anything he wanted, he went in for it. And Solomon, he saw the problem that his father David had with women. So he he decided that if I like you no, I marry you. Or if I won't marry you, you'll be my side chick. So by the time he finished, he had 300 wives and 700 side chicks. Look, I am sure that some of their names he could not even remember.
1: Thousand. One man thousand.
0: Do you see? One man thousand is not just what we used to describe the small, small fish that we buy on the way to my hometown. Kita. But we can use that to describe King Solomon. One man, thousand wives. By the time he took stock of his life he concluded You may struggle to believe that today but the hour cometh in your life when you see that. And what you have to understand is that anything that you try to do, because if you take, for example, the wives that Solomon married, it was not God who was leading him to marry all those wives, because as a matter of fact, they are the ones who turned His heart away from the Lord. It was his own idea. And you would have thought that the wisdom that he had would have taken him on another path. But sometimes they had Ja May God deliver us from all kinds of jimmy in Amen. the name of Jesus. Amen. Lift up your hand and say, I am, I, am I am delivered. I am
1: delivered. I am delivered. I am delivered. I am delivered. In
0: Jesus' name. Amen. And by saying that vanity upon vanity, it's all vanity or useless, he was also trying to say that anything that you try to do in this life where God is not the one who is doing it, or anything that you try to do independently of, look. There are people who prosper. And then they sit back and look at their lives. Ask yourself that. So what has this thing done for me? As a matter of fact, there are some also, their are troubles and their are issues in this life only came about because they prospered. Before they prospered, they were okay. Perhaps that is the reason why God takes his time before he prospers as la. Because... If our hearts are not a certain way, he knows that money can corrupt us and take us off course. Have you noticed that when Jesus was talking about who God's competitor in life was, he mentioned mammon, not the devil. He said, you cannot serve both God and mammon. And mammon is representative or symbolic of money. I tell you. The only thing that will make your prosperity and your riches worthwhile. Is if you are using it to do good. To support the things of God. To help people around. But if it is just to blow time. And I don't know what it is about money. It's like when you have it no, then... I say, expense. If you build a big house with so many bedrooms, how many bedrooms can you sleep in? One. You think you are building the thing for your children. By the time they are old, they don't like the style of the building. They have their own plans and they'll build their own thing. You can easily be left in a 10-bedroom house all by yourself. 10 bedrooms, 10 bathrooms, 10 toilets, 10 showers, 10 jacuzzis. How many of them can you sit on at the go? Just one. How many of them can you bathe in? Okay, so what are you going to do? Monday, you bathe in bedroom one. Tuesday, bedroom three. I'm telling you something. It is Solomon who has brought us to this point. But we are saying that all works of men built independent of God are vain or useless. And it's better to learn this lesson now. Of course, it doesn't mean that. You know, you shouldn't achieve anything. You shouldn't accomplish anything. That's not what we are saying. But in everything you are trying to do, to accomplish, to achieve in this life, let God be involved in it. And Lord God be the one who is driving it and the one who is inspiring it. And I want to give you free advice. Anything you are trying to achieve in this life, your mind must be that I'm trying to do it to the glory of God. Not to your own glory. Hallelujah. You can clap unto the Lord. It doesn't spoil anything. Then the third lesson we learn from this psalm is that human enterprises or human efforts or activities only succeed by the divine blessings of God. Human enterprises only succeed by the divine blessings of God. God hallelujah. What it means is that whatever human beings try to achieve or accomplish in this life, it is only when God is blessing that thing or God is allowing it that it will happen. You may be thinking as I said this, that ah, there are countries for example who have achieved a lot of things but they don't really serve God like the way we serve God here. You see, Countries like that, even before I say what I'm going to say, understand that the God we serve is a God of principles. And principles work for anybody and everybody. Even if you don't acknowledge God, but you apply the principles that he has set up, things may work out for you. But another thing that I want to say is that there are blessings and there are blessings. Now, the blessings of the Lord, the Bible says, they maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow to it. So you always have to be careful what you describe as a blessing. Some of the countries that have the highest suicide rates in the world Are the most prosperous. You'd have thought that nobody would have any problem there. But there's a lot of depression. A lot of emotional trauma and problems in those places. What am I saying therefore to you? Don't be deceived. When you see somebody. Who maybe doesn't acknowledge God or serve God the way you do. But the person seems to be so blessed. If the person is blessed, then it is God who has allowed it. I can't explain why sometimes bad people prosper so much and good people hustle so much. I can't explain it. I don't stand here to pretend that I have answers to all of life's questions. I don't. But never forget that the God you serve is sovereign. He said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, Romans nine sixteen. Wherefore, it is not of him that willeth, neither is it of him that runneth, but it is of the Lord who showeth mercy. May God always show you mercy. Amen. Yeah. But if you are wise, you'd always recognize that whatever I have, whatever I achieve, whatever I've accomplished, it is because God has allowed it and because God has permitted it. And it is only when the divine blessings of God are upon you that you will succeed at anything that you are trying to do. Take medicine, for example. You know, I have come to see that all the major discoveries in the medical field have come about because God has allowed it. Oh yes. And some of the things that we call discoveries, they were there already. But it's just that God revealed them or God allowed men to discover them. That is why you mustn't struggle when you have to take certain medications go to the hospital and all of that it doesn't mean that you don't have faith because even the medicine that you are taking if it's going to work then God must allow it have you had malaria before you took and took you took you don't hear this what else eh lufat mara Malaquin. Tabia, that is. Local, it works, eh? It's very powerful and potent. I will see you after the service. Which one, mixture? Puta It solves malaria. Very powerful. Wow. There are times when you would take and take and take and take. That thing is not going away. So even for medicine to work for, for you, I must inform you that God must be the one who is healing you. May Jehovah Rophi, the Lord your healer, always step into every sickness of your life and bring healing unto you. Amen. Can somebody say aloud, Amen?
1: Amen.
0: Beautiful. So these are three lessons we learn from Psalm 127. But also in this Psalm, we discover... Four important things about the all-sufficient God. number one, that God is a builder. everybody say God is a builder. is a builder. Number two, God is a protector. everybody say God is a protector. God is a protector. Number three, God is a giver. everybody say God is a giver. God is a giver. And then number four, God is a rewarder. everybody say God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. So four important features of the all-sufficient God, El Shaddai. He is a builder. He is a protector. He is a giver. And he is a rewarder. Number one, he's what? A builder. A builder. Number two? A protector. A protector. Number three? A giver. A giver. And number four? A, reward. a rewarder. So simple summary for you. If you go home and somebody asks you that what did you learn today? Tell so the person, I learned about the all-sufficient God that He's a builder, that He is a protector, that He is a giver, and that He's a rewarder. Then the people who believe in you, Pa Have you gone home after church one day and they asked you what did you learn? And you, 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 you felt like telling the person, ah, Ah, Because by the time you get, ask yourself that what did I really come to learn today? God have mercy on our souls. Amen. God is a builder. Everybody say, God is a builder. God is a builder. Verse 1 of Psalm 127. Put it up, please. Unless the Lord builds a house. Take note the Lord builds a house. God is a builder. Now, to build here means to make. To make. It means to set up. To establish. To produce. To repair. To cause to continue. I'll say them again for your sake. When we say God is a builder, the building we are talking about here means to make, to set up, to establish, to produce, to repair, to cause, to continue. So when you think about God being a builder, these are the things that he is potentially going to do in your life. He's going to make things work. He's going to set things up for you. Amen. He's going to establish you. Amen. He's going to produce in your life. He's Amen. going to repair, He's going to cause to continue. May you experience a personal revelation of God who is a builder. hallelujah. House, unless the Lord builds a house. House here represents anything that you are trying to build. a physical house, your marriage. A family, a business, your finances, a church, a relationship, a career, or a profession, or a ministry. Anything that you are trying to build is represented by the word house there. Hallelujah. And I want to say emphatically to you, to build lasting things in this life, We must depend on God for success. To build anything that you want to build. Be it a house, be it a business, your finances, marriage, relationship, career, profession, ministry, church. Anything that we are trying to build. In order for that thing to actually come into existence. And to endure and to last. God is the one who must be building it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If God doesn't empower you to build a house, you cannot build a house. If you actually finish building a house, because there are different scenarios, you start and you won't get far. Or you will finish and you will not get to live in the house many years ago that thing almost it almost happened to me once upon a time I finished building a house and before I could move into the house I had to go on mission somewhere and it looked as if somebody else was going to have to live in the house that I had built but God who is full of grace and mercies he brought me back and give me an opportunity to live in the house that I have built. Yeah. May you live in every house that you build. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. There's something called Ayefe Noche. That means that they are chopping more than the owner. That will never be used to describe you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever business you are involved in, if God is not the one who is building it, the people who work for you They will chop more than you. telling you yesterday I was talking to a gentleman who works somewhere and he was saying that it looks like the the person who has been put there to manage the place he is looking for ways and means to chop to chop from the work that he's doing because I'm sure he feels that the owners are not doing certain things for him if God is not the one who is building anything that you are trying to build What are you trying to build? God must be the one building it. Otherwise, you will not succeed. And otherwise, it will not work well. And that is why we must learn that anything that we try to do in this life, we must allow God to be the one who is doing it. To be the one who is making it. To be the one who is establishing it. To be the one who is building it. Hallelujah. Proverbs 21 verse 31. Good news translation of the Bible. Proverbs
1: 21:31. May see me die, war boat and soul. Metal me Jesus, Betna. May see me die.
0: Wobotan is and that rock is Jesus.
1: In Suritoa min suro, Ritua, my comen too. May see me done. Jesus
0: better now. Proverbs 21 31 You can get horses ready for battle but it is the Lord Everybody say it is the Lord, it is the Lord. Say it again it is, the Lord. it is the Lord But it is the Lord who gives victory Getting horses ready for battle is talking about preparations And there are many interesting things That are said about preparation. So some have said. That when you don't prepare. You are preparing to fail. Somebody says that success. Is when preparation meets hard work. There are a lot of interesting statements about it. Another person says that. Success. That there are no secrets to success. But success is a result. Of Preparation, hard work, and learning from your failures. These are all very interesting statements and there there are a lot of truths in them. But I want you to understand that the number one lesson that you have to learn in this life, that anything you are trying to do for it to work, for it to be established, then God is the one who will make it work. And God is the one who gives the victory. Hallelujah. Prepare. Work hard. Do everything that you have to do. You must take advantage of the different opportunities that may come your way. And give it your best shot. But never forget that the victory, success, having anything, achieving anything, accomplishing anything. It is God who makes it happen so that is why the psalmist says except the lord build the house they labor in vain that build it hallelujah amen. i believe that god is building this church amen. oh your amen was not sustained I believe, it, I believe it that god is building the shepherd's Ford restoration family in matthew 16 18 he says i will build my church And remember, don't forget, the psalmist says, except the Lord build the house. And that house can be church. And he's promised us that he will build his church. And I am walking in that revelation and that understanding that God is the builder and that he will build this church. Amen. This church will be built. Amen. This church will flourish. Amen. This church will be established. Amen. This church will go places. Jesus name this name. church will multiply. Amen. Why? Because God the builder is the one who is actually building it. When Zerubbabel set out to build the temple, he received the prophetic word through the prophet Zechariah, who said to him in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6, not by might, nor by power, But by my spirit, saith the Lord. The power and might you read in this verse are referring to physical and human efforts. And there's a place for all of that. But then he explained to Zerubbabel that this thing that you are trying to build, it's not human efforts, it's not human energy, it's not human ability that is going to make it come into existence it is going to take the spirit of god is going to take god's divine intervention and i declare today that god will build his church amen i said god will build his church amen. i said god will build his amen. church and his name will be glorified clap your hands and bless his name number two god is a protector is a protector or you can say that God is a keeper that's one revelation that you should have of El Shaddai the all sufficient God that he is a protector and that he is a keeper to protect means to keep it means to hedge about to protect means to guard it means to preserve and it means to watch over Look at verse 1 again of Psalms 127. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. That means it's useless. Then it goes on to say, unless the Lord protects a city, that means that God is a protector. To protect as I have explained means to keep to hedge about to guard to preserve and to watch over if god is not doing all of that the watchmen will be watching but it will be to no avail there are houses that have been broken into even though they had watchmen one of my struggles When I built my house was whether we would be safe and secure there. Because when we built that house, we didn't have walls. And my wife and children had to move in first. I was somewhere. And it was my concern would they be okay would they be fine would they be safe but at the end of the day i had to learn to trust in the lord who is our protector and our keeper that's who he is and by the grace of god he kept the family Later on, when we had the ability, now we did war, did all these other things. You see, when I say these things, I'm not saying that leave your doors open. <laughs> so, as you are walking out of the house, bayaya, the Lord is my keeper, the Lord is my protector. Po, 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 po. So, your tongues are now po, 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 po. It's like as you are saying that, you are believing that God will be firing and hey, Jesus Christ is both the power of God and the wisdom. So do everything that you have to do to protect yourself. But remember that if God himself is not keeping the city, the watchman wicketh but in vain. You can have anything and everything to secure yourself, but God is the one who must be protecting you. Can I have an amen from somebody? And I say concerning your life, that may God protect you. Amen. And may the Lord keep you. Amen. Drop the key for me. Thank you, Jesus. There's a song we sing. Go up, brother.
1: I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my health? My health cometh from the Lord, the Lord who made heaven and earth. He said, He will not suffer thy foot, thy foot to be moved. The Lord that keepeth me, He will not slumber nor sleep. Oh, the Lord is my keeper, the Lord is thy shade Upon thy right hand, upon thy right hand No, the sun shall not smile thee by day, nor the moon by night he shall preserve thy soul Even forevermore My
0: protect you. Amen. May the Lord deliver you from evil. Amen. May El Shaddai reveal himself to you Amen. as your protector. Yes Lord. As your keeper. In Jesus name. Because of him. Yes. The sun shall not smite thee by day. Amen. Not the moon by night. Amen. He will preserve your soul. Yes Lord. I see God hiding you in his secret place May you abide under the shadow of the almighty And say the lord is my keeper The lord is my The lord is my protector The lord is my The lord is my shade The lord is my refuge The lord is my fortress The lord is my fortress Whatever plans anybody has against you Professor to hurt you to you to destroy you I declare that the Lord your protector and the Lord your keeper will rise up to your defense they may hold meetings against you they may have discussions where you are the subject of discussion they may have all kinds of evil plans and intentions against you but the Lord is your keeper. I, I said, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord will protect you. The Lord it. will shape you. The Lord will deliver you. It. So I receive it three times. I
1: receive it. I receive it. I receive
0: it. Every meeting Jesus where you are the subject of discussion, actions, sting, where plans of evil are being initiated and orchestrated against you. Jesus May the expectations of those plotting evil. Yes, be disappointed. In Jesus name. May they be frustrated. In Jesus name. I declare they will speak in the God. word and it shall not stand. In Jesus name. They will take counsel together and it shall amount in to nothing. In Jesus not. name. Because El Shaddai. Yes the Lord who is my protector the Lord who is my keeper will keep me and preserve me from the imaginations of the wicked ones shall I receive it clap your hands and bless his name number three God is a giver go back to Psalm 127 verse 2 we got it close It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night. anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest. God is a giver. God is the one who cares about us. You see, when we talk about God giving rest, we are talking about his providential care. He cares so much for you that you don't have to worry about a lot of things. Some of you are not able to sleep at night. You can't sleep. You can't. You just sleep a few hours. And I know I'm speaking to somebody. Because there are a lot of things running through your head. And by the way, I've been there before. I have been there. I couldn't sleep. All sorts of thoughts kept assailing my mind, and I had questions about tomorrow, about what the future held. Sometimes there were thoughts of pain, thoughts of anger, thoughts of resentment. But you see, I got to the point when I realized that God is a giver. And that if I trust myself to him He will give me rest From the point that I learned that When I sleep I sleep May God give you rest And may God give you everything that you need in this life James chapter 1 verse 17 Whatever is good and perfect, New Living Translation, is a gift coming down to us from God our Father. Who created all the lights in the heaven. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. The Bible says every good and every perfect gift comes from above. Comes from God. That means that God is a giver. May you receive that revelation of him. I receive it. What is it that you need in your life? May you experience El Shaddai, the God who is the giver. And may he give and deposit into your life everything that you need. Amen. Shad, I receive it all. I receive
1: it all. Shad, I receive it all. I receive it Lift all. Lift up
0: your hand and right now begin to ask for the things that you need in your life. Ask him. Ask Jehovah God, El Shaddai, the giver. Ask him for those things. In the name of Jesus, ask him. Ask him. He says ask and ye shall receive seek and ye shall find knock and the door will be opened unto you he said you parents if your children ask for a loaf of bread do you give them a stone instead or if they ask for a fish do you give them a snake of course not so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your heavenly father Give good gifts to those who ask Him. Matthew 7 7 to 11. Ask God for what you need in your life. If it's good, if it's perfect, He's dropping it into your life. Receive it now. 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 In the name of Jesus. And finally, God is a rewarder. To reward means to pay wages, to compensate. To reward means to give benefits. It means to maintain. God is giving you maintenance allowance. Amen. It means to pay. And ladies and gentlemen, the God we serve is a rewarder. That means he pays for services rendered. There are people that you work for them. What is supposed to come to you? They sit on it. They do what? They sit on it. But you see, when God has decided to bless you, nobody can take that blessing away from you. Because the God that we serve, as you love him and as we serve him faithfully, he will reward us for every labor that we put in. And when you come to God, you must believe that he's a rewarder. Anything you are doing for God, believe that God is a rewarder. He won't watch you day As you are laboring As you are sowing As you are planting And deprive you of your harvest Deprive you of your reward Deprive you of your wages Deprive you of your benefits Deprive you of your pay That will not be the experience of your life The God that you serve The all sufficient God He is a rewarder And so Hebrews 11 6 says But without faith It is impossible to please him For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. May I announce to somebody today, your labor in the Lord will never be in vain. I receive it. The sacrifices you make because of Christ and because of the cause of Christ will never be in vain. In Jesus name. There are times when it looks like things have delayed. But one thing I can say for, cert- for a certainty to you today that the God you serve is a rewarder.
1: Amen.
0: If you haven't yet received your wages wait. Because sometimes what God has planned for you he doesn't want to rush it. It must come with a certain kind of celebration and jubilation. And that's why there are times when it looks like God is delaying where you are concerned. But I want you to understand that he will show up at the right time in your life. And may God the rewarder, the all-sufficient God who manifests himself as a rewarder. May he reveal himself to you in this life. God is a builder. God is a protector. God is a giver. And God is a rewarder. This is the all-sufficient God. And I'm happy to recommend him to you today. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody shall say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Bow down your hearts and let us pray. I want to pray with you, my friend. But I want to ask a very important question. Do you know Jesus as Lord and Savior? Have you had that revelation of him? He is the one who came so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And he comes into our lives to build us up. He comes into our lives to protect and keep us. He comes into our lives to give good things to us. He comes into our lives to reward us for serving him. And today I want you to commit yourself to Jesus. And I want to pray a prayer with you. If you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father.
1: Heavenly Father.
0: This morning. This morning, this afternoon, this afternoon, I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. Oh God. Oh God. Please forgive me. Please forgive me for all my sins. For all my sins. Please wash me. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. From today. From today. I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That you will build my life. That you will build my life. That you will protect me. That you will protect me. That you will bless me. That you will bless me. And that you will reward me. And that you will reward me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For hearing my prayer. For hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. let everybody say, Amen. Amen. Give Jesus a mighty hand clap. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed? Tell the person sitting by you something that you learned today. Which of you is doing the ask busy business <laughs> contomri? Why you receiver? Socket. plug. Wonderful. Are you blessed? You you came to church today and you are part of the times of restoration. God bless you. Next week, I don't know which direction the God is God is going to take us, but I believe that we're going to be mightily blessed. Amen. How can I close you without giving you an opportunity to give an offering and then to pay your tithe also? God is a giver. And he's promised us in Luke 6.38 that we should give. And it will be given unto us. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. Shall he cause men to give unto our bosoms? He is a covenant-keeping God and he's a God of principles. And he has arranged that when you give... Then you activate the blessings and the gifts that only he can deposit into your life. You activate them and they begin to flow in your direction. I want you to give a good offering. The numbers are up there on the screen. If you want to do cash, the ashes will come with the baskets at the point. so just get it ready. But let's try and do and you see, this thing that we're doing nicely, and all of us were happy. Now they want to tax it. 1.75%. Hmm? It's okay. Eh? You. They should give you post in their next government. They're always defending somebody. Eh? Hallelujah. So please pick your devices and send your offering and your tithes. Now you can see that we are set and ready to go. Is that not so? Yeah. Alright. We used to meet under um, a carport here. Just last week you were under a carport. But today you are under a nice shed. It's a miracle. Come Chola. Chola Chola. 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 It's a miracle. Hallelujah and there are more things that God is going to do in our lives hallelujah so as you are giving believe that great things are going to happen and you'll be helping to build the house of God hallelujah so those of you watching we are waiting for you if you made any pledge towards this project please send it and we are getting ready by the grace of God 5th of December we launch the church it's an all white affair we are not doing e posters handbills and all of those things we know ourselves those who are supposed to be here they will be here by the grace of god hallelujah so keep that date open and god is going to bless us powerfully let me remind you that we are embarking on a 2 week prayer and fasting starting from
1: tomorrow tomorrow i love you tomorrow tomorrow we are starting and we are
0: praying throughout the day. First prayer session, 5 a.m. to 6. Second one, 9 to 10. Next one, Jeff to 1. Next one, 3 to 4. Last one, 6 to 7. So for the first week, that's what we are doing. You, you, you fast and you break in the evening. Try and go light because next week I may take you on a, in a dilation that's you now you will you, you you easily see that God is with you. By the time I baby say
1: Hallelujah,
0: amen. amen and amen. So God bless you. We'll be posting the prayer topics on the on the platform, and I want you to determine to be a part of it. Hallelujah. God is good, and all the time. God is good. Thank you very much for joining our times of restoration today. My name is Johnny, Pastor Johnny, and I've been delighted to bring the word of God to you. And as you go out of this broadcast and as you leave here today, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and deal graciously with you. May the Lord give you victory. May he build your life for you. May he protect and keep you from evil. May he deposit good gifts into your life. And may he reward you for all your labor, all your sacrifices, and all your hard work. Go out of this broadcast and out of this service knowing that if God be for you, no one can be against you. And that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In Jesus' mighty name, and all shall say, Amen. Give Jesus a hand clap. Father, help your children. And don't let them fall by the side of the road. Hallelujah.
1: Father, help your children, don't let them fall by the side. Of the road mm-hmm. teach them to love one another so that heaven might find a place in their heart. Cause Jesus is love, love. He once let it die Walk on Walk on through temptation Cause His love And His wisdom Will be our helping hand And I know the truth And His word will be our salvation, so let's lift up our hearts and be thankful and glad, Cause Jesus Say hi. Help you to hold on, Jesus. Every step oh, of the way, it's oh, yes. only so Jesus. Yes, yes Jesus. Yes. I feel like asking yes. you one more time. So tell me who will pick oh, you up, yeah, Jesus. who won't let you fall, Jesus. and who will stand right beside you, Jesus. Every step oh, of the way. Oh, 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 yeah only Jesus, yeah. it's only Jesus, yeah. Jesus loves you, yeah. Jesus loves you, if you call him.